hello hello welcome back week three we are here i am here i am showing up for myself okay i'll jump right into it i do know that i've touched on it a couple times why i decided to start this podcast and i think now i have three main things that pop into my head i started this podcast one for consistency for myself showing up for myself saying something and following up when it comes to just me with other people i think that that's one of my strengths showing up for other people i need to do it for myself invest in myself and my hobbies and things that i want to represent pieces of me pieces of my perspective so that's one two intention with my words I want to calculate what I say and refine it to one or two sentences, which leads to my third, which is I want to do less word vomit, which is why I do try to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter. I like to think out loud and sometimes I get lost in my own trail that I put out before me and all these ideas and then I end up not finding a conclusion to what triggered the self-reflection in the first place so on top of that I just finished my first week of grad school and I did tell you guys whoever's listening even if it's one person that I did want to talk about what I learned in grad school and if I found something that I could apply immediately into my life I wanted to bring that in and let you guys know about it too. So one of those things that we talked about today was a internal personal reality, which basically describes a person's unique perspective of the world. Your individual self, right? Everybody has a different background, ethnicity, race, culture, Within that culture, there's already subsets that come with it, religion, tradition, family structure. All of that plays a role in your life in one way or another. Too much of it, a lack of it, a neutral version of it. And all of those portions in your life is a lens. And putting all those lenses together gives a picture that is completely unique for you. Which is so amazing because you think of all these people, we all have our own unique lenses, but we create the same picture. But we all came to the same picture from a different place. Maybe you started here, another person started there, but you came to the same conclusion. And that leads back again to this whole, you know, question of connection how much people yearn for it, how much we seek it. And even then, talking about it right now, our personal reality is sometimes the first thing that allows us to connect with other people. So that being said, um, (laughs) trying not to do ums, that's part of the intention with my words not filling in the space (laughs) anyway so for mine I really thought about that what my internal personal reality is 
And one thing that I did realize was that um, I struggled. Or first, okay, my personal reality is I believe that there is some sort of objective truth in the world. Whatever that may be, I just think there are things that are universal that existed before the human experience of it. And I want to try my best to be a good person. I want to try to have humility in my life, which is funny now looking at this program. Um, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less and others more. I heard somebody say that and it really resonated because in therapy, it really is denying my personal reality or not denying it, but setting it aside and letting somebody else allowing me to um, step into their shoes, learn about their life, see their structure and help them navigate where to start, almost as a guide, too. So therapists aren't there to save you. They're there to be your support. Another example that one of my professors said, too, is that not only are you there to be a guide, you are also modeling an example of what a healthy relationship looks like, what it means to establish boundaries and I know that we always talk about boundaries. I know I, you know, you're like, oh yeah, boundaries, of course, duh. Sometimes you don't even realize how unconsciously though, you know, the people that we click with, connect with, you're like, oh, that's my best friend. Why? We just think the same. So, you know, unconsciously, you never actually vocalize boundaries because, oh, we think the same. Therefore, we would never cross a boundary anyway because we probably have the same limits, the same expectations. And it's true until it's not. And then you get stuck in a conflict or a disruption of that relationship and you are trying to figure out how to navigate it. And that applies to any relationship, a partner, a friend, what have you. So to me today, it was a friendly reminder that boundaries are actually placed so that we can create these super vulnerable experiences really diving into somebody else's life and experiencing it with them and then stepping back just to look at the big picture of what you just experienced with this person but in stepping back sometimes people may get afraid I mean you're being so vulnerable so stepping back sometimes it can be taken as you're actually disconnecting from the person when that's not the case it's two individual people and then experiencing um, a universal emotion through different through their different lenses. And that's really powerful. And that's what makes some of your strongest relationships. But those boundaries, again, allow the person to enjoy the other, but also still remain an individual. And when they step back, it's not seen as, oh, they're disconnecting from me. It's just oh, they're just, you know, they're stepping back. We're making sure we're having a healthy balance of each other. 
And even though we're so similar, we do come from entirely different backgrounds or maybe similar backgrounds, but you're still a unique person. You still have a unique brain that thinks differently because of so many reasons. So I thought that was super interesting. But I think that the internal personal or the personal internal reality is very applicable to anybody because that's you sitting down and thinking, what is my perspective of the world? What are these unconscious expectations that I have on myself based off of my experience? What are the goals that I want? What are things that I deem unacceptable for me and acceptable for me? And then kind of seeing if there is a unconscious bias or something that's actually affecting you and you didn't realize that you were projecting into some relationships. And I also think that if you're thinking, you know, well, I don't really have any relationship that's the way that you describe, like there's nothing super profound and intimate like that, that's okay. Because the best relationship typically starts with yourself. How are you, you know, you can learn about somebody, but there gets to a point where you learn about them and it's so amazing You want to relate to them. And how can you relate to them if you do not know yourself? So that's one step into getting towards that path of having a very intimate connection with somebody. It's a good reference point, building a foundation in yourself. Because sometimes we look at our family or at our experience and maybe you feel like you don't have any really strong connections to base your reality off of but again the reality is not based off relation it's based off of experience whether it's an, an, a bunch of different relationships or a lack of relationship but you can still connect with other people maybe you had connections with people and then it fell off why you know just food for thought on that area And as you start to learn about your internal reality and the more that you're aware of these unconscious biases that you might have or unconscious insecurities, you know, good and bad, whatever you discover, it allows you to experience your perspective with greater clarity and freedom. It allows you to have a lot more control and more sense of self. I think there was a really cool section in one of my textbooks that said there is a specific range of emotions that humans are capable of expressing. I really like that because that again is that testament to what I just talked about earlier that we may have different perspectives and lenses but we can come to the same picture. There is a range of universal emotions that can be experienced and it continues the meaning that is assigned to these emotions is dynamic and based on the ever-evolving variables of culture and context again our lenses our lives are within a context of our culture where we live our community where we reside in the state um or even where you live, different country even, you know, all of that applies. And each person comes with a unique worldview shaped by various cultural experiences. I think that is kind of a big piece to digest. 
but it's really beautiful. And I think what I just shared, hopefully, maybe is a reference point that we can use to put the tack, you know, on the board and give a starting place for your string. And you can start tying things in. I feel like we have this cork board and there's all these thumbtacks and we're always trying to figure out what the picture is. But now we have a starting point. This personal reality has nothing to do with anyone else other than your experience of others and of your environment. So it's just about you. And that's a good place to put the tack in terms of just understanding where we're at. Or even if we understand that at all. You know what I mean? So, in conclusion, I feel like I could go on about this, but I do want to pause it because I'm also still learning. I definitely still think I need to look in on my personal internal reality. I know I gave a tidbit in the beginning, but I still think there's more to it. It's just off the top of my head right away. All I can think of is that I do set high expectations for myself and I want to see the objective picture but when someone is healing healing isn't necessarily about objectivity healing is a mixture of both subjective and objective thinking it's allowing somebody to experience an event that caused a shock or harm to their understanding of themselves or change the course of how they look at certain things. Healing is a place where empathy comes involved and that can be a whole other conversation in itself. But when I apply that mindset, I think with therapy... You know, people aren't going to be objective. So that's where my personal reality conflicts because it's not about the right path. It's not about what is the right way to get better because some people aren't even in a position yet where they want to get better. They're actually in a position where they are still processing what just happened. Healing takes time and It's subjective because we go to where that person is at and figure out, okay, what do you need right now so that I can alleviate some of the weight you're feeling or help you alleviate some of that weight? And the goal as a therapist is to work with your clients and hopefully have them leave hurting a little less than when they came in. It's a process. Um, But I did see right away how that my personal reality kind of affected my mindset on how I would help others. Now, I still have to sit and think about how my personal reality affects my relationship. So take away the professional aspect or all of that. Just me as a person with my friends, you know, how does that affect my ability to be an objective person and a good friend. So with that, because I do want to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter, this is a longer one, but I actually had a little bit more structure to it this time. So thank you to whoever took the time to listen, and I'll talk to you soon.
from me to you.